Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, a podcast designed to help you become the leader you are destined to be. Today's episode is all about boundaries. And this really, this thought and this concept came from, I'm working on a new book. Um, I'm actually working on a book, Fearfully and Wonderfully Me, um, specifically for personal growth and um, transformation for women. And I've got the, the rough draft done and we're in kind of the final stages of editing and one of the chapters in here is dedicated to boundaries. Now, the book's not out yet. Um, it is available for pre-order, but you, you can't get the book yet. Um, even though you can pre-order, it's not actually published yet. And I wanted to do an episode on this chapter because I think it's so powerful for us um, when we understand how boundaries can really help us and be an incredible value, valuable tool um, for us, both personally and professionally. So... I wanted to just dig into the, kind of the concept from this chapter and share some of these thoughts with you. So first off, um, you know, a boundary is something that it could, it really just defines one area from another. It could be a real uh, wall or a fence, um, something like that, but it also could just be imaginary, right? Something that, that we imagine and create in our lives. It's not really a tangible um fence or boundary or wall or something like that. It's just a border between two areas. So personal boundaries are the limits that we set and create for ourselves. Relational boundaries are the limits that we create and set with respect to others. So there's two key differences there. So let's talk about personal boundaries first. A, a personal boundary is something that we determine by our values. It's kind of the acceptable limits is the way I like to think of it, of which we make our choices. So for example, I've probably talked about this before. I love ice cream. Like ice cream is just, you know, it's just such a treat for me. And I love different flavors. In fact, I love all the flavors, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, you know, I think there are like three different kinds of ice cream in the freezer right now. And I love them with, you know, nuts on top and chocolate syrup, or I love just ice cream plain or, you know, on top of apple pie, like ice cream is just one of my favorite treats. But because I value my health, one of the boundaries that I set for myself is just limiting how often I enjoy ice cream. I've decided for myself that a little ice cream is okay. It's a treat. It's an indulgence. Um, I enjoy it when I indulge in it. But eating ice cream every day would not serve me and and the becoming the best version of myself, right? So it's a personal boundary that I've set for myself. Of of within this boundary, you know, I can choose to have my ice cream. You know, we always. I've said this before. We always can make our choices. But we don't get to choose whether we get the consequences of those choices, right? That's just um, the natural law is if you make a choice, you also are choosing to receive those consequences. Uh, I've heard the analogy that you cannot pick up one side of a coin without getting the other side as well, right? I mean, if you pick up the coin, you're going to get both sides of it. And on one side is our choice and the other side are the consequences that come with it. And it's just an, a natural principle. We, it's just something we have to learn to, to navigate. The power is in realizing that as we make those choices, 
if we make the choices with consideration to the consequences, we can learn to choose much more effectively in our life. So for me, I've, you know, I've chosen a boundary for myself that I'm like, you know what, it's about once or um, maybe once a week or every two weeks, I, I treat myself to a bowl of ice cream. That's just the, the boundary that I set. And perhaps I even enjoy it a little bit more because I don't get it every day, right? I just save that as a treat or, or something like that. And the difference is it's not that I want it and can't have it. I mean, it's in the freezer. I could just get up and go get it. It's that I can have it, but I'm choosing not to. I'm choosing not to eat ice cream for breakfast every day because I don't want the natural consequences that come with it. I mean, if I ate ice cream for breakfast every day, pretty soon I'd need to be shopping for um, a bigger wardrobe. So, you know, thinking through your personal values helps you set your personal boundaries. And that's a that's a good thing. Perhaps you have a treat that you want to just limit how much you enjoy it, right? And that's a that's a good thing. That's a good personal boundary. But I can't tell you what that boundary is or or what personal boundaries you should adopt. That's that's a personal decision. Right, we all make those choices and decisions based on our boundaries, our, our values, and I'm just encouraging you to think through what those boundaries and values are for you personally. But I'd also like to think about what are the relational boundaries that maybe you would like to put in place or like to, to define more clearly in your life. And this could be for personal relationships, it could be for professional relationships, it could be a relationship with your with your job. So for example, you might uh, particularly with um, all the technology these days, you probably have access to your email all of the time. I mean, that's just the way of it is that everywhere we go these days, we have a phone and we have constant access to our emails, including emails from work, right? They're always there. And I can remember, um, I mean, it's been several years ago, but but back when I was working in a, in a job that had, you know, a real job, um, as some people would say, but but back when I was working in the in the hospital environment, um, you know, my emails came to my phone. And so it was just so easy to get caught up into checking those regularly. It's very easy to do, even if you're at home, even if it was nighttime or the weekends. Um, in fact, it wasn't unusual to get an email from my boss after hours, um, late or even on the weekend, because she was checking her emails and working on the weekends too sometimes. And so, you know, that's just the nature of being accessible these days and all the technology. But perhaps you've realized that, that that's taking over a lot of your personal time. And maybe you want to set a boundary that says, hey, I only check email from this time of day to this time of day. Or on Sundays, I don't check work email or something like that. That's just an example. But you could set a boundary like that. Um, I have a, a, a personal, well, it's personal and professional boundary for me that I don't I don't like to check my phone first thing in the morning. And what I mean by that is I check to make sure, you know, if I've missed any calls or something like that that's urgent, but but I don't like to just jump on to social media and email first thing in the morning. I like to take the first few minutes of my day and and set the tone for my day before I dive into 
you know, the constant social media and responding to comments and posting and, and things like that. That's just my, one of my personal and professional boundaries. It's just a way that I've set um, a limit on how that affects the first few minutes of my day. I find my mindset is just so much better for the rest of the day. If I have those first few minutes um, intentionally not getting, you know, s- sucked into social media and emails and, and things like that. So, um, you know, there again, just an example of how a boundary can be used effectively. But what boundaries should we have or do we want to have in our relationships with other people? And sometimes we think about that, sometimes we don't, but a lot of times we have relationships in our life and they may not be necessarily toxic. They may not be absolutely just terrible relationships. I think we all intuitively know that we need to get rid of those toxic relationships. And I I did a podcast episode on that last year. So if that's interesting um, or if that's something you really are struggling with, then go back and listen to that um, podcast episode where I really talk about toxic relationships. But some relationships aren't necessarily toxic. They're just not great relationships. And what I mean by that is maybe we need to set a boundary on those type of relationships and just limit. Um, how much time we spend in in those relationships or with that with that person? It doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Certainly not. It doesn't mean that we're better than anybody else. It just means intentionally thinking about the relationships that maybe they're not toxic, and you you really hadn't thought, oh, I don't need to spend time with that person at all. But maybe that relationship just isn't helping you grow. Maybe it's just not helping you be the best version of yourself. Maybe it's not really pulling you down much, or maybe you haven't stopped to think about maybe it really is. See, the thing about it is if some if it's a relationship that isn't downright toxic, so maybe we um, permit a little more time in that relationship, or maybe we allow a little more time in that relationship. But if it's not positively adding value to us in some way and helping us grow, then it is pulling us down because it's it's limiting the time and energy that we have for relationships that do help us grow. And that's the important thing is sometimes if it's not downright toxic, we think eh, it's not that bad. But even if it doesn't seem like that, it's that bad or, or that bad of a relationship, it might be pulling you down simply by the fact that it's preventing you from having more time and energy for the best relationships um, or the best influences on you. And I really had not thought about boundaries and relationships in that way. I've, I've talked about boundaries for toxic relationships before, as I mentioned, but I really hadn't stopped to think about relational boundaries are also something that we should consider for those relationships that, that maybe just aren't maybe a lukewarm, maybe they're lukewarm. They're not downright hot or downright cold. They're just lukewarm. And so we tolerate those because they're not hot or cold. They're just lukewarm. And yet think about the cost of what it's holding us back from. So, you know, the thing is, it's tough for us to enforce boundaries sometimes. I think as women, especially, sometimes we feel like we don't want to tell other people no, or we don't want to set boundaries in relationships. And we, because we love people and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if we don't in fact enforce and value our boundaries, no one else will either. So an example of um, a lukewarm relationship that maybe 
um, maybe isn't downright toxic, but but isn't good either. Um, and I use this analogy in the book. So let's say you have a, a friend who sets a date for lunch with you, but you, you go to the restaurant and then she never shows up. And the next day she calls you and says, oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I forgot about our lunch date. And so you forgive her and you reschedule. But as you arrive at the restaurant, the next time you reschedule, she sends a text message and says, oh, something came up. I can't make it. Sorry. And like literally you're pulling into the parking lot of the restaurant and you say, okay, I'll forgive you. Something came up. That's understandable. So you reschedule again with similar results a third time. And maybe this time she's just 20 minutes late, right? And you shouldn't be mad at this friend because she's already revealed what kind of person she is. She doesn't value your time and commitments the same way that you do. And so, you know, you absolutely can continue to forgive her and reschedule and forgive her reschedule. But if you do, you can't get mad when she continually stands you up or reschedules or, or is late, because she's already said, hey, this is who I am. And so she's revealed that to you. So just think about that. You certainly can allow that relationship or you could just define a boundary and say, have an honest discussion with that person and say, look, you know, I value my time obviously different than you value your time and that's okay. But let's stop making commitments to meet for lunch that we're not going to be able to keep. And, you know, it's okay to have that conversation. And that would be an example of a boundary on a lukewarm relationship. I mean, the friend isn't a bad person because she doesn't value time the same way you do. It's just you have different values. So it's not necessarily toxic, right? But it it certainly is taking your time and energy to keep rescheduling for lunch dates that you don't end up in, you know, being able to keep. So thinking about that, what relationship boundaries would you want to set? Are there other relationships? Maybe they're not friends. Maybe they're family members. You know, sometimes it's unfortunate, but the people that love us, our family members, and should care for us the most can sometimes be the most negative influences in our life. And it's difficult to set boundaries on those relationships because they are family and we do care about them and we love them. But sometimes it's really healthy to think through, do I need to set better boundaries on these relationships? Um, And you know, it really, again, it comes down to choosing what's, what's best for us and what's helping us become the best version of ourselves. Um, You know, I generally turn my phone to do not disturb after about seven o'clock or maybe eight o'clock at night, some nights. And because you know, at some point I need to turn off my, my brain and my mind. I don't want to constantly be on the phone and, you know, receiving emails and, it, and it's distracting. And it's, I find that I don't sleep as good if I'm on the phone um, responding to messages and emails and that kind of thing late. And so for me, I figured out what works really good is to just set that to do not disturb. And then if I want to, I can, you know, check it. Or if I'm expecting something, I can check in. But but it's not constantly interrupting the peace of my evening. And so it's just a a boundary that I've set for myself. So think through that. Um, And, you know, maybe this is a, it's certainly not something you can do just right off the cuff, although there may be some relationships in your life that as you listen to this, you're thinking, yeah, I really, I really do need to establish some boundaries in that relationship. If that has come to mind already, if there's a particular relationship that you're like, wow, I, I do need to, to set a boundary in that relationship, then that's a, 
that's a red flag, right? That might be one you want to give a little more attention to. But, you know, maybe this is a take a walk and just think through intentionally the relationships that you have in your life with your friends, with your family, with, um, you know, the people you work with even. And just thinking about, do you need to restructure any of those relationships? You know, it it needs to be a win-win, right? Both people should benefit from a relationship. It should be mutually beneficial where both people are adding value to each other. Otherwise, it's a win-lose relationship. And I want you to know those can be toxic in their own way. You know, even if you're the, the one who's benefiting, if you're not also adding value in some way, then, then that's not a, a formula for a long-term successful relationship. So think through that. And I would encourage you, you know, there again, slow down for a few minutes, take, go for a walk or maybe in your quiet time and just think through the relationships in your life. And, and are they, you know, mutually beneficial? Are you, are both people adding value in that relationship? Is it bringing both of you up? And a lot of times when we actually stop to slow down and intentionally think through these questions, we find that, you know, some small tweaks can really help us. Because there again, if we decrease the amount of time we spend in relationships that are lukewarm or pulling us down or downright toxic, if we decrease the time and energy that goes into those relationships, we have more time and energy for relationships that that build us up. Um, And that's important because that's what really helps us take a step towards our potential, right? There again, it's not because we're better than anyone. It's just that we are going somewhere intentionally in life. I know you are. You wouldn't be listening to a personal growth podcast if you didn't have goals and dreams for yourself and, and want to be moving intentionally in a direction of life. And and I know, I know this about you. I know you are growth oriented. And so I just want to encourage you that this is a way that uh, it's been helpful for me um, to, to learn how to think about relationship boundaries and which ones were maybe not bad in and of themselves, but maybe they weren't helping me grow. And so just recognizing that and, and being intentional with the time and the effort and the energy that I dedicate toward those relationships and could I be using it um, somewhere else so just a thought until next time start increasing your influence and maximizing your potential with Rhea's audiobooks available at audible.com amazon.com and ibooks Please visit RiaStory.com to learn about Ria's books, resources, speaking, and training programs. Thanks for listening.